Good evening, Lisa. Hello, hello. How are you going? We are all very well, thank you. So, you are here to promote your show, It's Not Me, It's Definitely You. It's definitely You, y- yep. yes, in, yes. In which you cover the music of, I hope I have this right, Amy Winehouse and Lily Allen. Yeah, it's uh, both of them, double whammy. So, so nice. why, why both of them? Why those two artists in the same show? Well, I couldn't decide whether to do It's Not Me, It's Definitely You, Amy Winehouse, mm. or It's Not Me, It's Definitely You, Lily Allen. So I decided to merge the two. The show's about dating, obviously, and those songs like speak a lot about dating and love and like the different events that occur mm. during um, those different relationships. So Amy's take is a bit more heartfelt and Lily's is incredibly hilarious. So I've kind of merged the two, yeah. So it's like a combination of heartfelt and hilarious. Yes, definitely, because there's heaps of laughter in the show, but there's also like a couple of moments fueled by Winehouse that are pretty like tender. So yeah. So would you say that that sort of summarises your style in general like heartfelt but hilarious yeah that's actually that's you want to be my publicist (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's yeah that's exactly who I am I well I mean I consider myself a warm person who's a bit of a you know, I was about to swear on air, but then I didn't. Um, it was a bit of a larrikin. So, yeah, that's the nail on the head of the show, really, as well. So, yeah. That's, that's a new tagline. Like, how we've got Avengers Endgame, we've got heartfelt and hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm going to steal it. Like, you watch. It's going to be on the socials tonight. Oh, <laughs> now, you have a musical background, Lisa. You appeared in the Fifty Shades parody musical. Yeah, I yeah, did. Not too yeah. long ago, as well as Paris, A Rock Odyssey and High Fidelity. What? Mm. What do those experiences bring to your solo show? Well, I mean, High Fidelity was a great, fierce female character that mm. I played. I played Liz, so I think in the movie that's played by Joan Cusack. And, um, yeah, it's a big belty number and all the feels there, so that's, I guess, the fierce element of Liz. And then Fifty Shades was hilarious, so yeah, that's yeah. the <laughs> hilarious side. And then um, Paris, a rock odyssey is brilliant musical written by John English, and it's just well about love as well like fierce love and then the Trojan War and everything like that so um, yeah I guess all those experiences helped shape the upcoming show now yeah and you also talk about your Italian background in the show I understand as yeah. well yeah so how does that work its way into Lily Allen and Amy Winehouse <laughs> well I find um, is anyone here from an Italian or European background or no European but no. not Italian not no <laughs> well um, yeah so I come from a big Italian family where Sicilian, so we're yeah. like the Tasmania of Italy. And, um, <laughs> and it's just all my life it's been like, you're not allowed a boyfriend. And now as I get older, it's like, why don't you have a boyfriend? It's like, I can't make anybody happy. Every time I live in Perth, so every time I travel back to Perth, um, well, I used to live there. I do live in Melbourne. Um, I'm originally from Perth, and whenever I travel back, they're always like, are you married yet? Like, where's this guy? We're all waiting. And I'm like, oh my God, give me time. So that bit goes into a really funny song about when people put the pressure on. On. So, yeah. Yeah, I've found that frustration as well now that I'm 25 and single and living on my own. You know, my parents are wondering when am I going to bring a partner home. Yeah, yes. it's like, oh, are you bringing anyone for dinner tonight? Or if I travel home, they was like, is anyone else joining you on your flight? I was like, no, not this time. The constant questions when you go back home. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Who's, who's, who's behind you? Yeah, and of course the other issue is when you mention somebody else's name, their eyes sort of light up like, oh, who's this interesting new person? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think one time, 
time I had gone on like two dates with this guy from Tinder. <laughs> I didn't even like him. And uh, my my um, cousins were like, oh, who are you dating at the moment? And I just made up this extravagant story being mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this guy is pretty cool. We're probably going to get married. But then I just told them it was all a joke because <laughs> it's funny to play sometimes, stir mm. the pot. <laughs> and how have like certain, so we've got all these hilarious anecdotes from your real life. What role do they play and do you bring a part of them when you play certain characters? Yeah, definitely. So um, I always try and find me within a character I'm playing, like if it's a musical or acting or short film, whatever. But in this show, I guess it's all me. It's all my thoughts, my opinions, but um, different parts of me for different songs, which is really cool so I can draw on different... um, stimuli I guess or Mm. events that happen in my life so and then some of it's embellished as well I mean it's storytelling so um, yeah you can really have fun and create as well so yeah it's good fun (laughs) When did you kind of think like the first thoughts about the show when you started to kind of think about to plan it when about that start to come awry in a way like when did you start planning it when did you start thinking about um, I've got this idea I'm going to see how it goes and test it out Yeah well yeah yeah, it's a good question because I've been probably thinking about a Lily Allen show show for the like mm. the last five years yeah so um but I didn't know what I could do with it and then last year I listened was listening to a lot of Lily Allen because I injured myself so I couldn't go to the gym so I could only walk mm. and I was listening to Lily Allen every day as I was walking and I was like these songs yeah. have so much in common and then I gig as well around Melbourne so I sing a lot of Amy Winehouse everybody yeah. loves that and I'm like wait a minute these two songs like these two artists have so much in common let's see what we can uh, write about them so yeah that's how it really came about yeah. Char- it's a long process, yeah. You know, character-wise, and, the, and like watching interviews with them as well, there's a massive similarity to both of them, and I think that's a you know it's it's a very good combination as well to kind of put those two together and see how it goes um, yeah. as well. So yeah, definitely. Which is interesting because they're very distinctive singers and they have very distinctive voices. So you wouldn't think they'd go together, but obviously mm. you've made it work, Lisa. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like oh, do you mm. make you can always like sound like one or the other, but it's just me singing those songs and interpreting those songs and those lyrics because to me like the musicality is amazing but like the lyrics what those women say is really honest and like strong pieces of music so it, just performing that is good fun in itself and then I say some hilarious things in between well I think it's hilarious <laughs> I guess you have to come and see but um yeah, yeah. and uh, what would you say what has been like your favorite part about this entire process what have you enjoyed the most definitely when I'm on because I had a launch season in December in Melbourne and when I was on stage doing doing it there was all the scripts were written and everything but then when you've got an audience you just don't know what's going to come out the best part is when you have a really responsive audience and they're loving it as much as you and you just go on this journey together so I'm excited to open you know three weeks so yeah get some audiences out there and test the material it'd be great and you are performing at the Butterfly Club which is a favourite venue of many of our guests why have you chosen the Butterfly Club to perform at? Yeah well it's a return season they were so great for the first launch so supportive so heading back there again and it's a great venue for any artists who have an idea to just put it up there and get it going because it's a safe space the team there are brilliant they really work hard with you to like get the show up and Mm. going yeah and I did a previous show there before as well a couple years back and um, it's just a great place to launch it and then hopefully take it around the globe I mean who knows (laughs) who knows what the future holds Mm. (laughs) what advice would you have for other budding artists who just want to get their idea out there just do it Like, ideas are great in your head and, like, there's so much fun in your head, but they're even better when you actually do it. When you put it on stage, put it on paper, send it to a producer. As soon as it's real, like, that achievement itself makes you feel great. So just do it.
Nike. (laughs) Great advice. And before we let you go, where can we find more information about you and about your show, Lisa? Yeah, well, I'm on Instagram, so you can give me a cheeky follow at Lisa Woodbrook or my website, lisawoodbrook.com.au. I've got Facebook. You can get tickets at the Butterfly Club website as well. So, yeah, just hit me up, ask me any questions, anything. So, yeah. Okay, well, Lisa Broadbrook, thank you very much for... Sorry for the stutter there. It's a tongue, it's a tongue twister, Danny Lisa Woodbrook, thank you very much for joining us in the studio today. And, um, yeah, all the best with the show. Thank you. Hope to see you there.